0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ramsey Asal, and I'm the CEO and founder of the Landsite. And welcome to our latest Quickfire One-on-One. I'm joined here today by Kate Ashton, who is the Sales Director at BloomSmith. Welcome, Kate. Good to have you with us.
1: Hi, Ramsey. Thanks for thanks for having us on today's call. Great, Kate. Just
0: give us a little overview about BloomSmith and what you do and who you guys are.
1: Okay, so we've been working with the Landsite for a couple of years now, I think, Ramsey um and seen a lot of of inquiries coming through via, via your platform so we just kind of wanted to spread the the word about VAT funding because it's quite a niche area Um so Bloomsmith are the founding VAT lenders um our founding director formed the business in 2015 I believe and um I joined uh the business about 2020, so I've been 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 with them a few years now as sales director, um, and my role really is just to spread the word and and raise awareness about VAT funding and how it can help um get commercial property and land deals over the line, um. So if uh just to kind of talk you through the process, if uh that you there's a client um who has um. A VAT funding requirements, so they they may be purchased in a commercial property or piece of land. Um, they might be at the top of the loan to value with a senior lender, and therefore uh, they would need a, a short-term bridge just for the um, VAT element, uh, which would be 20% on top of the, the purchase price. Um, so that's where we can step in and just um, help with that that short-term bridge Requirement until it comes back, um, from HMRC, that can really help, um, with developers, for example, working capital, if um, you know, if they need those funds, um, to get on with the the, the development, start the work, whilst um, whilst they wait for HMRC to re- to return the funds. Yeah, good. I well, but
0: that that would be of great interest to a lot of our viewers, I'm sure. Um, and and I expect VAT comes up quite often. Um, particularly in the commercial property sector. And I mean, that's how the model works. And is it that you you you, you fund the VAT element for um, uh, anybody buying a commercial property that's uh, VAT registered, right?
1: Correct. Um, so w- w- the way that we fund is quite unique um, in that we're the, the only lenders that, that are able to fund without taking a legal charge over the property. So that can be quite appealing, um, particularly if there's a senior lender involved. Um, we, we lend on a process. So um, we ask that the property is purchased in a brand new SPV. So a clean um, opco propco, um, which we can help uh, to set up if, if necessary, but very straightforward to um, to purchase in in that way. Um, and that way we're able to uh to fund without taking a legal charge over the property because there's no risk of crown offset. So, say, for example, the um property was being purchased in an existing trading business limited company, The there potentially could be the risk there that they they owe HMRC or the funds, whereas if um, the property is purchased or the piece of land is purchased in an in a NUCO. Um, it's very straightforward and it really just runs on rails. Um, we connect the the purchasing solicitor with our lawyer and they work to a list of conditions precedent. And we also um engage a VAT agent who effectively becomes the client's uh, VAT agent and manages that reclaim back into a client account very securely um, when deals with with HMRC. We're also able to um, fund within 48 hours of legal undertaking because often in these cases um, you know the speed of funds is um, is quite key and would you believe some people kind of forget about the VAT element even on, on large large purchases um and so we we you know we we're we able to to do that um provide that funding within 48 hours of, of legal undertaking We've got lots of funds to deploy um so we have um a rolling facility with Shawbrook bank and we also have investor funds within the business so um really excited to get going into 2024 and see um you know how we can uh, support um Purchases and uh, and and see, but you know what what we can what we can deploy for for this year with the with the market picking up.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I think VAT is always one of those um, spurious things that people um often forget about and leave to the last minute. And it certainly happened to me once, many many years ago, before we we ever met, um and um, took me by surprise. So I had to scramble around pretty quickly at that time and uh, get that resolved, which which I did then, but. Uh, yeah, good. Kate, twenty twenty three has been a, a complicated year for, for for many people in the real estate sector, to say the least. Um, but What's it looking like for you in twenty twenty four, and how are you seeing twenty twenty four pan out uh, at the moment?
1: Yeah, so the, the so the beginning of the year has been quite positive. I deal with a lot of um, commercial finance brokers, um, as well as as well as direct clients. Um, you know, and, and uh, lawyers, property agents. So, so the market sentiment is really picking up. Um, you know, and, and we've got a lot of positivity surrounding um, the inflation dropping to four point two percent after the double figures inflation uh, back in twenty twenty two. So, we, we we believe that interest rates could drop. Um, further this year now having having stabilized um and non-residential transaction volumes are showing signs of recovery uh after plummeting following a fall following the mini budget so yeah moving into 2024 we, we're really sort of seeing that transition and lots of inquiries bubbling um in as we as we go into january for um commercial property and land purchases um from our perspective
0: do you think the government will, will, will make any changes to VAT requirements on commercial property? Have you heard about any proposals that this government or the new government, which is likely to be later in the year, uh, making any changes to VAT on on commercial property
1: or not? I haven't um, as yet. I think we'll just have to see what transpires. Um, you know, as, as as we go on throughout the year, but. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's certainly going to still be be a requirement um, there. Uh, I think for the for the foreseeable, um, wh- whether there are any uh, changes made from central government, um, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it would be more of the same,
0: I guess, uh, continuing with what uh the, the way the model has worked. I, I I can't see, and I've not heard of any changes either. And I think it would be a continuation of of the way it is, which I think is good for you, and uh, that that requirement is going to be still a large chunk on a commercial property and something that'd be important for you to to, to be involved with uh, with a lot of the people watching this yeah so. where, where do you see investment opportunities within the market well, how, how how does that look to you Kate
1: so yeah we've done a, a bit of uh, research on this and um there are some good value opportunities from buyers and investors deriving um from office property values moving into a growth period in the coming years um there was a sharp drop in 2023 to correct the trends um you know for, for post-covid and, and working from home but um we see that um th- there will be some good value opportunity for for buyers moving into into this year we've also had a look um into retail warehousing. Um and that's expected to grow across the next 48 months. And um, so there could be a strong um investment potential for companies as we begin to move away from um the difficulties that that the, the market's experienced in the past sort of 24 months. Um, and retail warehousing is expected to grow as much as 9%. Um, well over um seven percent annually up until 2027 according to to the latest stats um so whilst retail space offers plenty of excitement as retail rents um in most popular shopping destinations are fast approaching pre-covid levels um return on investment growth is forecast to hit the seven percent over the next 12 months so yeah, it's quite quite exciting to see see how how things pick up now in in the market.
0: Yeah. Okay. So really, in the area of uh, retail warehousing and, and and retail itself, that's that's what we've been seeing. There's some pretty uh, optimistic numbers out there for, for for growth in that sector, isn't there? Over the next uh, twelve eighteen months, and a lot of VAT involved, I guess.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So so we we're um, we're partnering with a lot of senior lenders uh, now also who. Uh, interestingly, I watched your quickfire round with MT Finance uh, last week, and that that was a good, a good kind of insight. But we, you know, we we work a lot with MT and we look at what we did. The, the lights are together, etc. Um, and um, increasingly, um, you know, they they're seeing the market pick up, and and they they are referring their clients for that just for that VAT element to us to um to assist. Yeah, well,
0: brilliant. Kate, okay, the the financial sector is 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 built on creating innovation and you know to meet customer needs. Um, do you have any product developments for twenty twenty four that you can tell us about?
1: Sure. So we're quite niche in what in what we do, um, in what we deliver anyway on the, on the VAT funding side, um, and quite unique in the way that 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 we offer that. As I'd mentioned, you know the speed of funds and. Um, the ability to um lend without taking legal charge over the property. But we've had a look moving into 2024 at our partnership working and um we're starting to um add our eligibility checker onto partners' websites. So we, we deal with um lots of people along the chronology of, of a property transaction, mainly day-to-day, I deal with commercial finance brokers. So we're placing our eligibility checker onto their websites now so that clients are are, um, more aware of of the the VAT funding um, offering. And that seems to be working well in terms of of development. But one key thing that that we've done to um, assist the process is that we have um, set aside some express SPVs so off the shelf if you like um when when an inquiry comes in um it may be that they they haven't thought about um purchasing within within a, a a brand new company and so they they you know last minute and not geared up and may have been quite a long way down the line in the legal process of um you know of purchasing the property um, so, so we've now got this um, series of uh, off-the-shelf express SPVs, if um, if needed. Uh, quite often, you know, they're, they're sorted and, and they're already put into that that way of working. Um, but that that's an option for um, for clients and to assist brokers, um, if you know, if if they they need to. To explain the the benefits of of having an express SPV in place, and you know we can get then get the reclaim the the VAT back um, sooner. They will have been VAT uh, registered, and so that that will um, you know keep costs down for for clients on on the facility fee of the of the VAT funding. So yeah, those are those are the kind of the two things that we're we're focusing on for for the beginning part of this year Q one.
0: Brilliant. Sounds like a lot of uh, focus, really, on speed and speed of the process, and people getting their inquiry, getting that information back from you, and being able to move forward. And the SPVs is all about that efficiency and speed, really, isn't it? By the sounds of things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, keen um, to work with the Landsite into twenty twenty four and continue the the partnership and um, and spread the word. Thanks. Well, we, yeah,
0: we've had we've had a great working relationship, and we want to keep that going as well, Kate. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. It's been very interesting, and um, and, and I think you've, you've you've really got the message across very clearly and explained a lot about a rather unusual uh, area of finance for a lot of people, and um, it, it's it's been very educational, very helpful. So thank you very much indeed. We appreciate
1: it. Great stuff. Thanks for having me, Ramsey. And here here, if um, if anybody wants to uh, to chat further.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely get them in touch with you. Thank you, Kate. Good to have you with us today and appreciate it. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.